Well, it's not quite Christmas yet, but it is the Movie Dummies podcast, the podcast where dummies talk about movies. I'm Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hi. Angela. Hi. And Matt. And, oh, he was behind the paywall, I guess. Uh, Okay. This week we're here to talk about a movie. One movie. Home Sweet Home Alone. And we're here doing the Lord's work to watch this movie for you so that you don't have to. (laughs) Spoiler alert, you don't want to. Wow. do not want to watch this movie. Yeah. I don't... You know, I'm kind of torn because is Home Alone a good movie? The, you know, where this movie comes from. The original? Interesting. Think about it. Like... I'm thinking about it as my perspective and as a kid watching it, I could relate to it because my parents were never home, right? And then leaving him at home seems justifiable. Doing the things that he did, of course, was daydream. Like, of course, every kid would love to ride down their stairs on a sled. I don't know about, like, trying to massively hurt people to death was in my dreams. It seems psychopathic. Um... But is it a good movie? Hmm. I remember enjoying watching it as a kid, but I like the slapstick comedy and the slapstick comedy. So I don't know if it was just <laughs> which me being specific? me being a kid liking liking the idiotic stuff. But is there a certain like moment in the movie that you can recall that you're like, oh, that was just funny? Well, when there's oh, spiders man. on the guy's face or whatever, and he's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. He screams, yeah. That's we true. watched these movies back to back. We watched the first one, then we watched this one. Mm-hmm. And there's something definitely about Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern being like criminals and not good people that you don't mind that this child is, <laughs> is basically causing them irreparable bodily harm. Well, it's their own stupidity, right? Because they could have just stopped after they got hurt, but they're like, "We gotta kill this kid." Yeah, but the the home sweet home alone. These people who are breaking into this house are not criminals. <laughs> no, and it's so farced. They're normal people who they believe they believe that they're not doing anything wrong because they think this kid stole from them. I don't know. Angela? I mean, I agree that it doesn't, it adds a layer or it detracts a layer from it that these people aren't criminals. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, the kid thinks that he's in danger. So he's set up these booby traps, but I don't know. I was never really a fan of the first one to be quite honest. Right. I mean, I watched it when I was a kid, but it I I don't know. There was something about sequels to me when I was a kid. I liked them a lot better. I, I liked Home Alone 2, Lost in New York better than I liked the first one. Um, But yeah, it, it I, I can't I, you know, I can't help but sympathize with these people who are getting the shit beat out of them right. for basically nothing. You know, at least Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern 
wanted to do the kid harm. I mean, they literally were going to murder him had right. they caught him. There were there were stakes. He had to defend himself. That's yeah. True. Something happened because you know, while he was home alone. Had he not been there, they just would have robbed their house. Right. And then, you right. know, they're rich, insurance would have covered it, whatever. It wouldn't have been a big deal. But because he gets left home alone, there's like this other thing going on. He has a touching moment with the guy he believes to be a serial killer and actually impacts that dude's life to try to convince him to go, you know, talk to his son he hasn't talked to in years. He's been estranged from his son. Like, there's a lot of different layers going on in the first Home Alone. That's true. That aren't happening. Like, But why? Why? That movie ends in in an incredibly sweet way where Kevin's looking out the window to the the snow shovel dude Mm. who's hugging his son. (laughs) And holding his granddaughter, having repaired to the relationship, you know, when he they wave to each other, it's really sweet. And he's not a psychopath in his house trying to murder people who were trying to steal from him. Yeah, and like it's it's odd too that he didn't tell anyone what happened. The police never mm-hmm. got involved. Like this, no one. It's it's very weird. But this movie. The problem I have with this movie most, the, the biggest problem I have, is there's all these incredibly funny people in this movie. Okay. Incredibly funny people. Allie Kemper, Rob Delaney, Timothy Simons, Pete Holmes, Andy Daly, Chris Parnell. And they're just They're background. not funny. They're yeah. all just background. I agree. To the antics of this child, who's not particularly funny or a good actor, and it feels like there's a, a holiday movie that could be a really funny comedy that exists somewhere in this world. That didn't show us? That it's we just, just didn't not get to this. See. Yeah. yeah. Like, you play this movie differently. You have the family who's worried about money. They're about to lose their house. Uh, the rich brother comes to visit. Mm-hmm. You but know, this this would child. be a funny movie. Right. It could be, right? It could be. And it could be sweet, and it, you could have your moments... But instead, it's almost like they tacked on this kid and this other family, too, because you're invested in their family and their dynamic going on. Right. I don't know. It's odd that they did it this way. It seems like the kid, the kid in this movie should have been the back burner of the sh- this show, but they made it front. Well, no, they didn't. They made him like they made him and his family the secondary characters. Like the the A story in this movie to me is Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney and their family, and the fact that they're going to lose their house and Keenan Thompson's the real estate agent and you know we follow them around, and the kid is the B story, and the right. fact that he gets left home alone is not the main focus of this movie. I did like Which how is they somewhat bizarre, yeah. How I mean, they played off that being home alone is kind of boring. They did kind of play on that. Well, there's definitely uh, a kid in the early 90s getting left home alone is way more prepared to take care of himself than, than a, kid a kid now. now. Than a kid today. Yeah. Right. That's definitely true. <laughs> like, I'm pretty surprised that he came up with all those traps so to speak without google well it's funny as fuck that he can't even make a phone call <laughs> yeah because they don't have a phone 
Yeah, because landlines aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> and he doesn't have a phone, and he can't even like use the the digital assistant Alexa, whatever. You Parental know. controls. And yeah, he can't even like send an email because parental controls have been blocked on the on the computer. It's very funny. That that's true, you know, because that's actually a callback to the original Home Alone, right? Because the landlines were down. No, he called. He made a phone call. He ordered pizza. He ordered pizza from no, Little Nero's. I'm just saying, at the beginning of the movie, the landlines got blown from. Not the landlines. No, that was just electricity. Oh, the phone lines. The phone lines were a mess. Remember in Home Alone, the original Home Alone, the guy that knocks on the door as they're leaving for the airport. He goes, we got your power restored, but the phone lines are a mess. Miss Bell's going to have to work that out. It's going to take a few days. Hello, someone help me out here in the forest. No one? Okay. I don't remember that, but it's been a long time since I watched that movie. I guess it is odd that they didn't just call home. The parents. Never mind. Anywho, this movie. This movie. Yeah, the twisted doll. That's the. And that's whatever. That's what this whole movie is based on, right? This... Like, let's lay. Let's say you have a different movie where Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney they're about to lose their house because they just can't afford it because the cloud stole his job. Right. Yeah. And he does have this creepy doll, and let's say at the open house someone does steal it. Okay, and it is about them trying to get it back. You like. Show me that movie where they try to backtrace somebody from eBay or something, or they, you know, something like that. Not this little kid. It's like they force they force the Home Alone-ish part into the movie. Yeah. yeah. Just shove it down our throat. Because Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. They would not live Hard. if I had a pool ball shot at my forehead no and my he so a pool ball hits rob delaney in the head and he gets a big old knot on his head and my kids are like that wouldn't happen and i go oh yeah ask your uncle matt <laughs> i threw a foam golf ball at his head <laughs> a foam at in gym class a foam foam covered golf ball at his head and what happened matt <laughs> he's not answering you he's upset with you I think he exited the room. <laughs> he got upset. Well, he had a big old fucking knot on his head is what happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I felt horrible. Because, <laughs> like, how bad could this hurt? It's a foam golf ball. Well, <laughs> you live, you learn. <laughs> Turns you, out. You apologize to your friend for 30 years. <laughs> if a foam golf ball does that, the... A pool ball would crush his skull and kill would him. Would kill him. Yes. But this is this is also... Fake. Going back to the first Home Alone where the paint cans would have crushed their skulls and killed them. Right. You know? Yeah. They Empty or not. He murdered them. Like, he murdered those two men, and the rest of the movie is just him imagining that they're still alive, and he's not a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Yeah. And this kid would have murdered Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. Mm-hmm. And, yep. like... Like I said, the kid did not have the creativity to come up with this on his own at all. Like, he couldn't Google booby traps. How did he come up with this stuff on his own? On on his giant chalkboard. Well, right. Like, how did the kid have the imagination to begin with? 
where'd he get it from? That would have been a nice little, like, maybe he played video games or something. Like, there was nothing to make it relatable. It's like you said, Joe. They just shoved it down our throat. We just assumed that he knew to saw off this one leg in the stairwell because that's the one he was going to grab. Right? Yeah, I that's mean... That's not believable. No, it's movie it's just movie traps like none of these traps would really work Mm -hmm. you know the the only thing that was enjoyable was them trying to jump over a wall yeah that was funnier and they jump over the wrong wall yeah and then there's a gate yeah and then they step on their pool yes that's pretty funny see that's believable like the things you accidentally fall into yeah, I think it would have been funny. Instead of giving this kid like all these traps to do, mm-hmm. it would have been funnier just to watch these two people who are inept at being thieves yes. fail over and over again while this kid's like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, that would have been funnier, but they had to, you know, bring in a super soaker. And he has a some sort of air compressor rifle that shoots pool balls for some reason. He had quite a bit of weapons. Well, sure, you you didn't have one of those as a kid? He burns Ellie Kemper's feet. Yep. Well, you had to get someone's shoes off, right? It, it seems like they were trying to match some of the same things yeah. in the original. Which, let's talk about what things were similar. Were there any other than there was a the character? The ice, the burning, yeah. I mean, it's all very similar. Yeah, the slipping of the ice at the front door. That for sure the fire but it wasn't fire on the head it was fire on the feet yep was there anything else that was similar didn't he have a paint can moment did he I don't think so I think he did didn't he throw something over the stairs and it hit them I believe it yes and I believe it was paint cans oh yeah I could be wrong though I don't remember that Maybe it's hard to make the coincidence. For sure. The only clever thing I found at all in this movie is the most fan servicey thing that they did was how do you get the cops not to be involved in this day and age? Well, you make one of the cops buzz and you make it so <laughs> Kevin pranks him every year so he's not going to believe that this is real. Yeah. Which that's probably the most clever device they had in the whole movie. That was probably the one pitch they had for this movie and how it got greenlit. Wouldn't you think? No. Hell yeah. Disney's just like, let's just make another Home Alone, so they did. We're going to get all these famous comedic actors in this movie, and who's not going to want to watch it? I really think it was the pitch of that right there. Because I would believe that, because my brother Kevin, you know, he does this every year. And even (gasps) on the front lawn, who was the alarm? Well, Kevin obviously owns a security company. Yeah, makes sense, right? Keeping out thieves is his thing. Yep. Which that's a that's to me is a much more interesting movie. Look at yeah. Kevin McAllister now as a guy who owns a security company and I don't know, like his It's day- his job to booby trap houses. Well not booby trap houses, but just be like, uh just like why are you so passionate about this and like have him finally reveal that like that'd be funny okay so you have him they're like well, okay why do you keep doing this and he like reveals that okay when i was a kid i did this stuff 
and then people think he's a liar mm-hmm. to try to drum up more business and then like his business starts to fail that would be a much more interesting movie i well yeah, for sure Supposedly, they tried to get Macaulay Culkin, but he said no. He didn't want to do another. Yeah, because he probably read this script. <laughs> He's not <laughs> stupid. Well, what would his role would have been? The dad? Well, how do you convince someone who doesn't need money to do this piece of shit? Yeah, I guess. You make it interesting. I mean, you have to make it interesting, you have to but make it's it interesting. not interesting. No. So It wasn't at all. Nothing special about you. Oh, Matt's back. He, yeah, where'd you go, Matt? Uh, Sorry, I went to make a toast. I was trying to tell the story about how, uh, because my kids didn't believe that you'd get a big old knot in your head from a pool ball to the face. And I said that uh, a foam golf ball will actually get a big knot in your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Four! (laughs) I did get in trouble for that, too. He has some trouble. You had to sit by a fence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What'd you do? That and I uh, (laughs) still feel bad about it to this day. (laughs) I would have even loved, sorry, I'm going backwards, a little like daydream sequence of Buzz and Kevin and some of the pranks he did. That would have been a good movie to see like how he pranked him. They t- they could have went with that whole I don't, story. I don't know. There's so many different ways they could have made this movie interesting, and yeah. they didn't do any of it. No, they didn't. So there were some other callbacks to the original movie. Um, the rich brother was watching some spoof movie of filthy angels yeah, or whatever. It's like a modernized version of that, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Of course, that, you know, they tried to sprinkle them in, I think, to keep our attention, because... The movie obviously didn't do it, right? Uh, I don't know. I, if I'm seeing Rob Delaney in a movie, I want him to be Peter in Deadpool, you know? <laughs> gotcha. And I'm starting to think that, like, now that there there is a concerted effort to fuck with people in that the chick who was Holly on The Office played Jan... And only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. And now Ellie Kemper's name is Pam. Yeah. In this movie. <laughs> in like this I'm one. starting to think that these are purposeful. Of course. Whoever made it did it. They wanted you to think. What, like somehow they're going to. I, I think don't know. They cast Ellie Kemper and J- Janet McKenzie. They renamed her Pam. Because that's an easy joke. I don't know, because they were both the secretaries. I don't know. I don't know. Just like Jan and Holly were the love interests of Michael Scott. It seems too coincidental to me. Like, do you think at some point it's going to, like, I don't know, merge into one big project? Or do you think it's just somebody having a little bit of fun? I think it's people having a little bit of fun, because the office is, in and of itself, you know, a monolith iconic right it is it's bigger now than it was when it aired i mean it's outrageous yeah that's true for sure and i don't think you know the people who are in it are ever gonna outlive their involvement in it right i don't think they'd want to
Another callback to the original Home Alone was the church scene of singing Old Holy Night. Yeah, except the girl's dressed like a slut. Yeah, I didn't like that part. And it didn't make sense. It's not like she was, she had a solo or anything. Right? She just kind of stood out. I don't know. There's, I just don't like anything about this movie at all. Well, I agree. There's also, I don't remember if this was at the beginning or at the end where the mom has flashbacks and it reminded me of the old Home Alone when he has a flashback of, you know, of all the things like, yeah, as the French would say, les <laughs> compétents. Look what you did, you little yeah. jerk. Yeah, and so she has flashbacks that flash around the screen, so that was somewhat similar. So it's like they put these pieces in to, like, kind of keep you going during this movie because there's there's also a three minute joke about the guy sitting next to her on the plane looking at her screen how is looking that looking at her what it's it's so such a fucking t- waste of time like when the mom's traveling in the first home alone you get really sweet moments with like john candy <laughs> oh that's telling, true. <laughs> you know convincing her she's a good mom yep you said for next to her for three minutes looking at what there's a guy sitting next to her on the plane looking at her screen on the back of the seat. You know, like how each each seat on these planes, if you're rich as fuck, has a, has their own screen. Oh. And, and he's, she's his watching. His screen's on, too, and his, his has the same thing. He's just looking at hers. And, Matt, they're not watching a movie. They're watching the plane as it's going to where it's going. Like, it's going to what go is, faster. What is the purpose of that? Like she thinks it's gonna go faster. She watches it because she's what they, so That's impatient. what their discussions about. Yeah. And it there's no comedy in anything that's happening other than no. he's looking at her screen, which is a, a joke for probably just the person who wrote it. It's like, yeah. I rode on this plane one time, and this guy was looking at my screen. I bet you everybody's gone through that. No, I don't don't care. It's not as universally a thing as like, I don't know, I sent it to everybody in the feed. Did everybody watch the Trapped in the Drive-Thru, the Weird Al song? Yes, that was spectacular. It's fucking so universal. <laughs> We've all been there. Who hasn't had that happen to them? It, like, True. But, you know, everyone's rode on a plane and someone fell asleep watching their I screen. Don't, I don't know. A complete stranger. Yeah, I don't do people. I haven't ridden on that many planes, but do strangers snuggle the person next to them while they're asleep? Mm, I mean, I ride on planes somewhat frequently for work. I I don't know that I would have. I would ever notice if my neighbor was watching my screen because I don't ever look at them. Right, I'm in my own little personal bubble. It's like men at the, the whole rest of the plane is empty. Right. The whole rest of the plane is empty as far as I'm concerned. I'm just sitting there doing my thing. I don't even care. Except when, you know, somebody else's screen is a couple of rows ahead of me and I can see it and they're watching something that does not fit who they are. Uh, what was it? The princess something? Princess Diaries. Yes. Some 40-year-old Weird man old man is watching... <laughs> The Princess Diaries, of all things. Hey, it's his jam. And very specific moments of it. Kept, like, scrolling and finding, like, this moment and watching it and then scrolling again and finding a different one. It was weird. Bizarre. Maybe it was for his job. Anyway. 
If his job's being a fucking creep on an airplane, yeah. Could be. Could be. Could be. The only realistic part of this movie is the the part where he doesn't clean up the house because he's a lazy kid like every kid is. Well, he didn't get an opportunity to clean up the house either. It's not like he asked to. What a jerk. Yeah. But you did see at the end that after they sold the doll, they paid for all the damages. Yeah. To that house. Which we don't see. We just see them sitting around a meal thinking that... Where's the dad? It's just the mom and the kid. No, Andy Daly was there. Was he? Yeah. I totally forgot that. Oops. Which Andy Daly is one of my favorite people. He's so funny. But he, he had no role in this no movie. No role in the movie. Chris Parnell, super funny. Not really a role in the movie. Pete Holmes, very funny man. Nope. Timothy Simons, very, very funny man. I don't know if you've ever seen Veep. No. He steens every seal. He's in. Steens? Steens every mm. seal. He steals steen. every scene. He's he in. steens every seal. <laughs> yeah. He steens every seal. <laughs> I don't know what steens is, but it sounds dirty as fuck when I say it to a seal. Ew. Maybe he means kissed from a rose seal. Why do you think Anyways. he has seals? <laughs> he is- steals every scene he's in in Veep because he's such a shit, shitty, shitty person. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Like, they could have taken Andy Daly and the kid and went that way instead of the mom and the kid. Well, Andy Daly's, you know, not famous enough, I guess. I don't fucking know. She is. I hate this movie. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Like, it is not going on my movie watch list. Not at all. But, you know, it did make me ponder why I liked Home Alone as much as I did and why we watch it every year and why it became a classic movie and why they decided to remake it. Well, they just was. Did they decide to remake it for any other purpose than a than a gratuitous money grab? Gratuitous money grab is the only I thing I can so. say. I guess so. Like uh, Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob, why'd you do this? <laughs> money, mm. right? Money. I guess that's what. Which, by the way, Mr. Krabs is in the new Dexter series. Oh man! What? That's a the weird. Crab? Mr. Krabs is voiced the by voice a very, very famous actor. I don't okay. know if you know this. That would have been helpful. I'm I thinking don't. of like Mr. Krabs in Dexter. I'm like, what? He's in Shawshank Redemption. He played the guard. Yeah, his name's Clancy uh, Brown. Okay. Yeah. Which guard? The main guard. The main the guy. guard. Yeah. The bald the guy one? that almost threw him off the roof. Yes. Huh. I, I mean, never would have guessed that that was Mr. Krabs. He's in a shit ton of movies. But yeah, he's Mr. Oh, Krabs. Yeah. He's everywhere. <laughs> oh, I had gonna, no idea. He's going to be in John Wick 4. I didn't know. Oh, Ooh. Talk about a good movie. That's going to be delightful. He mm. was in What If? Interesting. Yeah, he was a voice. Yeah, he's a voice, and he does so much voice work. It's crazy. Yeah. Got to make money somehow. He was a Damien Darkblood in Invincible. So, holiday season. This is a hard pass. Yeah, don't watch this movie. You know, it makes me wonder... Don't ever. ...if I need to make, like, a holiday list of must-watch movies. Because now I'm rethinking Home No, because you'd put the fucking Spirit of Christmas on there. Well, yeah, of course. But that's (laughs) my list. You watch your own... I'd say this movie's as good as the Spirit of Christmas. No. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. How dare you? I hated Uh, that movie. I'm sorry. You want to know why I hate that movie? And I'll say it again. Because the ghost wife... Would not be sitting here trying to set his her ghost husband up 
with the fucking live woman when they could just spend eternity together, it doesn't make any fucking sense. She just wants him to be happy. She and the person my be happy, is in the movie. Sticking his ghost dick into a living <laughs> beer. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if that movie would be on my list. I'm totally going to make a top 10 Christmas list and we'll share it before Christmas. Top 10? Oh, I hope that's not on your top 10. So I want to, I'm going to think about that this holiday <laughs> season. My favorite top 10 Christmas movies that are a must watch. Ooh, maybe we'll do that for an upcoming episode. So that means I got to get watching a bunch of Christmas movies. Top 10. How about we do top five as an, an interest to save time? And just to clarify, if it happens during Christmas time, can it be considered a Christmas movie? I don't know. It's interesting. What considers a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? I'd say that I think Christ- the subject Christmas... matter has to be Christmas, right? Like Die Hard is a Christmas movie because he goes there for Christmas. It's like he's there at a Christmas party, you know. And everything unfolds. He's there to see his family Christmas. at Christmas. Things happen. Okay. So, Angela, what was your point? I feel like it, Christmas has to feature, right? Whereas, like, I don't find the holiday to be a Christmas movie because it's just they're just it's about more about the vacation and getting away than it is about Christmas. But it happens during. See, Christmas. I, I disagree, though. Right? I think I think Christmas plays a a part in it, and, and not just Christmas, but the holidays. You know, there's uh, yeah, there's some know. Hanukkah talk, and I don't know that it's necessarily a Christmas. I would say Love Actually is a Christmas movie. Uh, I agree with Angela. I think the holiday could be considered. And I, be, only because I'm not going to uh, ditch someone else's holiday of however they call it. Maybe over in England they call it the... It's a holiday for them. It's what? not... Shannon, whatever. Christmas. I, I'm going to disagree vehemently with you. Okay, whatever. You can do that. You're on the other side of this desk. Ooh, I got a raspberry. Okay. Can ghosts be involved? Fuck you with your spirit of Christmas. No. That movie doesn't even deserve to be made, let alone be called a Christmas movie. It makes me wonder if any I'd rather watch What's that movie? bullshit movie we watched with Melissa Joan Hart and Mark Paul Gosseler? Oh. I, I think that's better than the spirit of Christmas. I don't even remember that one. Switched? No. 12 Days of Christmas? Something. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm on the hunt now. I hope you all are too. Because there's a lot of crap out there to shovel around to get to good stuff. And you watched most of it? <laughs> yep, unfortunately. <laughs> I have. Yeah. It, I was even disappointed to see they made another princess movie on Netflix. Well, yeah, that's the, Vanessa, the gift that keeps on giving. Vanessa but Hitchens. we can't make another season of Santa Clarita Diet. But we can make this. Nope. Right? Dude, make it into a movie and make it Christmas. We'll watch it. <laughs> the Santa Clarita Christmas? Yeah, for sure. Anything to see more Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Uh, oh, they are such freaking charm factories. Oh, that would be great. It definitely is putting me into the Christmas mood now. What? You're so <laughs> weird. I don't know. I'm totally... I, I really am trying to think of what makes a Christmas movie a good Christmas movie. Is it? I think just it has to be good filmmaking, good acting, good storytelling. Gotcha. That's and it just be... so happens to take place at Christmas yeah, or like, have something to do with Christmas. There, there are different good... reasons why movies become iconic. You know what I mean? Like Home Alone is not necessarily 
good. a good movie, but I think it's well made enough, you know, mm-hmm. that people are like, okay, this is fine. You know? I hear you. Like Christmas Vacation is iconic for a number of different reasons. I've never seen it. Uh, It is definitely worth your time. Mm, not interested. It's very, very funny. Like A Christmas Story is iconic for different reasons as well. Yeah, I don't like that movie at all. I'm not a, I'm not particularly a fan of it, but I understand why it became popular. You know, and then there's like, you know, you take little Ralphie in the Christmas story, then you put him in Elf. He's one of the, the head elves. Mm. Elf is an iconic Christmas movie. Yeah. Elf is good. But it's just well made. It's a ridiculous premise, right? It's just structured so well. And it's well acted. I don't know. I love, uh, what's his face? Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. He might be my favorite part of that movie. Ooh, and the angry elf. <laughs> Call me an elf one more time. You know, to me and Shannon, I think Love Actually is probably our favorite Christmas movie. Hmm. Yeah. It's something about the British, like, I don't know, Holiday just, and Love Actually. Those it's are some of my favorite. It's got a bunch of very good actors in it. Yes. They all have very interesting plot lines. And they all come together. And it's uh, very touching. Mm-hmm. Very. It feels very real, like things that can actually happen. Like Sort of. Some of the stuff, it's like, that's just not believable. Billy Bob Thornton being a creep is totally believable, though. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Billy Bob Thornton being the president of the United States, not so much. But Are you sure? Creepazoid. Yep. Are you sure? I don't know. We had Donald Trump. Are you sure? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. You know who's leading the polls in Texas for the next governor? Matthew right. McConaughey. Matthew probably. McConaughey, and he hasn't even announced he's running. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just I he's, mean. He's beating both Abbott and Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, there are worse choices. It's pretty interesting. He hasn't announced a platform. He doesn't belong to any sort of party. <laughs> so you sure Billy Bob Thornton can't become president? Um, I just said it wasn't very believable. <laughs> Not that it can't happen. <laughs> I'm starting to think that it's pretty believable. Mm, I oh, hope man. not. I don't know. We'll we'll discuss this further. Maybe we'll do a our top five Christmas movies. It seems like something we've done before, though. Right. We'll have to go back and look. Top list, yeah. I don't think we've done Christmas, per se. It's interesting to see what people think, though. Because that's what I'm looking. Like, some of the top ones are somewhat surprising. Oh, this is a great one. Scrooged. Scrooged is a pretty Bill good Murray. movie. Yeah. Forgot about that. Like, some of these movies are just. I mean, I... everybody's going to put White Christmas on the list, right? Well, of course, the first one's a Christmas, Christmas story. White everybody's going to have a Christmas story on their list. Everybody's going to have. It's a wonderful I won't. life. It's a wonderful life. I won't have a Christmas. St- I won't have either of those on my list. 
Interesting. Have you ever seen a, It's a Wonderful Life? Yep. I don't like it. Oh, what, what do you mean? A Should be called Prince? It's a Terrible Rotten Life and just you when know, you think it can't suck anymore, it does. I'm not going to lie to you. I prefer the remake of It's a Wonderful Life, Family Man, hmm. with Nicolas Cage. I love that movie. I've not seen it. You've never seen Family Man with Nicolas Cage? A very nope. Harold and Kumar Well, you have Christmas? homework. Wow. A Charlie Brown Christmas? Is Family Man streaming anywhere? We have no, to find this thank out. you. Oh, Family Man. That's a good one. That's a Christmas movie. Black Christmas? Not heard of that one. Family Man's on the list with Nicolas Cage. Jingle Jangle. That was last year's Netflix. It's not streaming anywhere, it doesn't look like, unless you have Cinemax. I do not. Um, I highly recommend it. Matt? You agree? Uh, you agree? Family Man's Yes. Good? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a Christmas movie? It's it was Thanksgiving. Is Family Man Nicolas Cage's most subdued movie? Maybe. Subdued. Hmm. Where he's not where going he full plays, age. Polar Express. Where he's not a, a maniac. I, I don't know. It's uh, off my top, off the top of my head. It sure seems that way. He gets to go cage in it, but it's because crazy yeah. shit's happening around him. Mm. Right. Oh, jingle all the way. The kids' actors are really good in the movie too. Mm. It's really cute. Uh, anyways. There's a ton, man. I Maybe we should do lost. Family Man for the podcast and force Angela to watch it. Ooh. <laughs> That's Loophole! <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one of those, I don't know, it's a take on a different, the same story, just a different cast. It's definitely just a remake of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it definitely is, which you could make those comparisons for sure. But it's a good one. Like a modernized version, because he's like, when do I wake up from this permanent acid trip? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Well, I'm curious what people think of Home Sweet Home, and if they think Home it's Sweet Home Alone? a steaming hot pile of garbage, as we thought. But yeah, it definitely... As we think about other good movies. <laughs> it's a, It's a skip. Yeah. It's a skip. Get the dip. You could have just uh, had Rob Delaney grow his mustache out, and we could have seen how Peter has Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and watch Peter from Deadpool have Christmas. Mm. What's his funny line in that movie where he's putting sunscreen on? I don't he's know. like, I don't know how many people this person's died killed from. Right. But... Not as many as a carcinoma, that's for sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, he's so funny. Oh, totally stretch. wasted in this movie. Whew. Anything else? Any any other final thoughts, guys? Should we rate this thing and go home? Yes, please. Well, I asked if anybody has any final thoughts. Oh. No. No. Oh, <laughs> Angela, you're so mad. No. I, I'm i so mad about this movie, for sure. Is this kind of like when I had to watch that zombie movie and you were over at my house and I was yelling at the TV? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Rate it, then. Are you going to start with Angela? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and rate this a two. It's hot garbage. Don't watch it. Wow, you're giving a better rating than I am. Interesting. So I rated this a negative. It's negative. <laughs> it's I can't believe it got made. It's never going to be watched ever again. Mm-mm. It's a negative one. I feel bad for the people that are in this because it's going to just put them backwards in their career. I, it's not worth it. Don't even waste your time. Yeah. Should we let the cat out of the bag that Matt didn't watch it? He didn't miss anything. Give it yeah, a I'm gonna rate it a point I'm gonna rate it a point two five. I can't I'm not I'm not ever gonna remember seeing this movie. <laughs> had had you watched it, you wouldn't remember it anyways. Right. Okay. That's a I think that's actually even a generous rating. Would you watch it now that you've heard us talk about it? Are you interested? What? <laughs> Would you watch it? Did we convince you to watch it in any sense? No. What? You weren't trying to. I, I think what sure. she's saying is, are you interested in all in seeing it? Just no. to see if it's as bad as we say. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Just check. I have better things to do with my time. You're making <laughs> the right choice. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and rate this a negative 5,000. What? That's not rating. Okay, then. Because that's how many years will have to pass before I watch it again. <laughs> In the year 7,021. Exactly. I'm not even going to watch it on my brain implant. Any, this movie was free to watch, and <laughs> I can't recommend that anybody watch it. Skip. I kind of want my money back. I kind of want Disney Plus to pay me my money back, too. Yeah. Even though I don't pay for Disney Plus. They should have paid us to watch it. I want I want a Verizon credit on my bill. <laughs> you know? Yeah. At least Hawkeye's good. Yeah, thank goodness. Well, guys, if you suffered awesome through this pile of shit... What did you think of it? Hit us up at Movie Dummies Podcast on Instagram. Comment on the post that's going to be made. Um, I'm so sorry that anybody had to watch this movie. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, ooh, we should do a quick in your quick spur of the moment in your ranking. Uh, is this the worst movie we've watched for this podcast? Oh. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, I can tell you now. Angela, you had a, a visceral answer. What came to your mind as the worst one? The zombie movie. Not even What's Up? Oh, no. What's Up was so short. <laughs> I'd rather true. watch that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so fucking weird, though. Yeah, the zombie, zombie movies. Movie? I don't even want to talk about it. I'm going to have an anger episode. I can't recall. Oh, guys. You remember me? It's... President of the United States, I'm at my farm here in Sorry, Texas. Sorry, my flashback was of the horrible scene in Perfume where they're all making out. I'm like, Boring. what the? That's pretty yep. messed up, too. Yep, yep. That girl sleeps with everybody. Oh, man. The music ran out, so that means we're all done. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. 
I'm Matt. And we'll talk to y'all later. Mm, bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. bye.